0: Well, what are you waiting for?
1: Feels weird.
0: I know. Do you
1: have to film it?
0: I mean, yeah. That's why I had all the furniture moved out. I want to get a sense of how big it really is
1: inside. I mean, I lived there for a while, you know. Three weeks. Yeah, but I did live there, so I can tell you it's plenty big. Let's go.
0: Look. I know how you feel. It's sad and creepy to explore Plumfield now that Aunt March is gone.
1: It was sad and creepy enough to explore when she was alive.
0: But it's mine now, and I had all that dusty crap moved to a warehouse, so come with me. Come on. I don't want to go alone. How are you going to live here, then? I'm not going to live here. Ugh. Why
1: didn't Meg get to beg
0: off? She was afraid she'd burst into flames if she crossed the threshold.
1: Wish I'd thought of that excuse. Doesn't work like that,
0: Missy. Auntie actually liked you. There was no love lost between her and Meg.
1: She really didn't leave her anything in the will? Not a penny. Jeez. I knew Aunt March was mad at Meg, but it... Always seemed like she was mad at you. And you got the house. I don't think she was
0: ever really mad at me. I just drove her crazy. I was too stubborn for her. We were too alike. I can be stubborn too. On you, it's charming.
1: Oh my god. Oh my god, Cho. What the heck? What? What is Aunt March's portrait doing here?
0: I didn't have the heart to pack her up with the doilies and all that stuff.
1: Do you have any idea how terrifying it is to walk into a huge, empty room and see her just staring at you, larger than life? You almost gave me a heart attack.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to. I can't afford to lose any more sisters. Sorry. No,
1: don't. Apologize.
0: I didn't mean to joke.
1: It just... It feels good to talk about Beth, not to pretend she didn't exist. Yeah. I really miss her.
0: Me too. Come here. I think we could both use a hug.
1: It just... Kills me that I wasn't there.
0: I know. But you were, in a different way. I really believe that.
1: And then poor Aunt March...
0: Amy, you can't beat yourself up like this all the time. You gave Auntie a hell of a send-off. The luxurious European vacation of a lifetime. She gave that to me. But she would have been miserable traveling without you. You were her favorite person in the family. Maybe just her favorite person.
1: You should have seen how she warmed to Mr. Lawrence.
0: He's very dapper.
1: And she wasn't always so bad. You want this portrait? (sighs) Joe? where would I put it? I don't know. It's not exactly ideal dorm decor.
0: Fair enough. I can store it for you.
1: Just don't sell it with the house. You are selling the house, right? Probably. Probably. Joe,
0: it's a tomb. You'd be like a pea in a shoebox. I said I'm not living here, and I meant it. But Plumfield's been in our family for generations. Since when do you care about that? I don't. Or maybe I do. I'm not sure anymore. But it's starting to feel like an opportunity. I agree. Then why are you making that face?
1: Joe, please sell it. Take the money and run. I know it's spooky. Think of what you could do with those funds, especially after you auction off all that antique furniture. You could have a European vacation of your own. You could travel the whole world, in style, without some cranky old lady to keep checking in with. Or you could finally get your degree.
0: In creative writing?
1: What else? Joe? I want this for you. Take the money. Don't look back. I'm tired of
0: trying to help myself.
1: A fortune will make it a lot easier.
0: I want to help other people now. I think this is my chance.
1: Okay. But I'll be sad if you give up your writing. I'm not. Beth would be devastated.
0: I won't. There are just other things I want to do now, too.
1: All right. And we're hugging again?
0: I couldn't resist.
1: Who are you? What have you done with Joe March?
0: We missed you while you were away. Yeah? Of course. And you were so brave and strong and resilient. I could have never hung in there with sick Aunt March like you did.
1: You could have. If you had no other choice.
0: I underestimated you, Amy.
1: I think I estimated myself enough for both of us. It's almost noon. Was that Teddy? Yeah, we better go.
0: Of course. Don't want you to be late for your campus visit.
1: Are you sure you don't want to come? You haven't been back to New York since Beth died.
0: I'm sure. NYU is Lori's turf all the way, and he's going to want to show it off to you.
1: And the other way around. Joe. I'm just teasing you. Is it okay? Is what okay? Me and Lori. Hanging out. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just because I figured you didn't, like, like him like that. I definitely don't. But I never really knew. You don't need to worry. And he's still your
0: best friend. Amy, it's fine. It's good, actually. You're probably the only person in the world, including his grandfather, who's ever whipped him into shape at all. You make me sound so bossy. I always thought bossy was a compliment in this family. And I'm glad you're using your inheritance to pursue an art degree. Aunt March wouldn't have approved at all. Which is how you know it's the right move. True. So, if you're going away to school, it might as well be NYU. Keeps you just a few hours away by car. Too far for Marmy and Dad to cramp your style, but close enough that Meg and I can drop by and cramp your style.
1: I haven't exactly gotten in yet.
0: I believe in you. One hundred percent. Did something change between us while I was away? Between you and Teddy?
1: Uh, you'd have to tell me. No. Between you and me. We haven't had a single argument since I got back, and I can't even remember why you used to annoy me so much.
0: Oh, give it another week living at home with me, you'll remember. And as for you and me, I think we just grew up.
1: Marmy always said we would outgrow picking on each other. I
0: know. I almost want to start a fight when we get home, just so she won't be completely right again. I did want to ask you, would you mind doing me a little favor when you get home tonight? Sure. Anything. Remember that notebook you burnt way back when?
1: Oh god. Yeah.
0: No, no. I'm not digging up ancient history like that, I promise. It was a story about us, growing up here in Concord. And I rewrote it, after you burnt it. I rewrote it a few times, actually. Anyway, I finally arrived at a draft I'm happy with, and I always promised Beth she would be the first to read it. But maybe could you? Yes, absolutely. It's still a long way from done, and I've gotten a lot better at responding to constructive criticism. But if you don't-
1: Joe, I'd love to read it. I'd be honored.
0: Okay, cool. Great. I'm excited. No open flames while you're reading it, though. Joe! Not even a birthday candle!
1: Ugh, I knew you would never let me live that down.
0: What are you doing here? Hello to you too. No, it's just I thought you had rehearsal. John's picking me up later. He made way too many of these, so I thought I'd drop them off for Marmy and Dad. For Marmy and Dad? Gimme! No, wash up first. You have cobwebs in your hair. Well, that's Plumfield for you. John made those? Yes. Joe! I'm sorry, they are so good. I think John is the best baker in the family. I'm going to tell him you said that. All right, just don't tell Hannah I said that. I would never. I'm going to go take a shower. Wash the smell of old off. Ugh. Would you poke your head in on Dad first? Sure. He's still pretty down. Understandably. How are you holding up? It's different every day, you know? Uh Uh-huh. It's so good to have Amy and Lori home, though, right? Yeah. It almost feels like we're all together again. So what is going on with them, exactly? You know as much as me.
1: I was hoping you'd have some more intel.
0: Amy's keeping her cards pretty close to the chest. It's not like her at all. That's how you know she really likes him. They're sweet.
1: That'll be John. I'd better dash. Okay, I can
0: take the cookies. (sighs) Save some for Amy and Marmee. Okay, okay. Bye-bye. Bye, Meg. Hey, Dad.
2: How did the tour go, Miss Moneybags?
0: Oh, ha ha. It's still pretty surreal. It doesn't even look like the house I remember without Aunt March's stuff in it.
2: Well, you'll have lots of space to do whatever you like.
0: That's the idea. I think I'll rescue some of Auntie's stuff from the donation pile, though. Her antique book collection tops even Mr. Lawrence's. And it'd be nice to have a little something to remember her by.
2: The house is a pretty big something.
0: I still can't believe she willed it to me in the first place. Huh? Maybe she just wanted one last chance to call me Josephine from beyond the grave.
2: What are you girls up to for the rest of the day?
0: Uh, John picked Meg up for rehearsal, and Amy and Laurie are off to New York for a college tour.
2: Oh, that's right. It's too bad they didn't swing by the house first. Hmm? One of her European friends stopped by. He was just here. I'm sure Amy would have liked to say hi. Uh,
0: European friends? Here. In Concord. Sure. Must have been someone
2: your sister met in London.
0: Are you sure it wasn't just Fred King? Because he picked up a bit of a fake British accent overseas.
2: Don't be silly. I know Fred. Never caught this guy's name. Super nice though. And his British accent was real.
0: What? Dad, did this nice British man actually say he was out here in the middle of nowhere to visit Amy? I don't know if
2: he ever mentioned her by name. Oh my
0: god!
2: He said she'd been called away suddenly to visit her sick sister.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
2: And he never got a chance to say goodbye.
0: (sighs) Was he by any chance... An incredibly good-looking 30-something with literally the coolest dreadlocks you've ever seen?
2: Actually, uh, now that you mention it...
0: Oh my god, Dad!
2: What's wrong?
0: He wasn't here to see Amy. He was here to see me. That's Frank Bear. Who now? Professor Bear.
2: Oh the hot professor.
0: Oh, don't say hot! Dad, you're ruining my life!
2: Well, Well, that's what your sisters call him.
0: What did you say to him?
2: I mean, nothing much. Just that his friend was in New York and wouldn't be expected back until later. When? Um.
0: When was he here?
2: Oh, he turned right around and he headed back towards town only about, hmm, five minutes before you walked in. Where are you going?
0: Where do you think?
2: It's raining. Take an umbrella.
0: I'll be fine. But... Oh my god, Dad! I have to go! Frank! Wait! Frank! Joe? Wait up! What are you- Don't listen to my dad. What? Why are you here?
3: No, why are you here?
0: I live here.
3: Before you went back to New York.
0: Yeah, my dad doesn't ever really know what he's talking about. He thought you were one of my sister Amy's friends.
3: Ah, that stuff. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So, what are you doing in Concord? In the middle of nowhere, in the rain-
3: you're the one without an umbrella.
0: I had to chase you down!
3: Uh, I had a lecture in Boston. You're the only person I know around enough I thought it would be good to get out of the city and enjoy maybe a more rural setting for a bit, but obviously the weather had other plans. I was just heading back to the station right now.
0: Let me walk with you.
3: You're soaking wet. I don't mind. Here, share with me.
0: I have to admit... I'm kind of surprised you came to visit at all. I know we didn't leave things on the best of terms.
3: Well, that's why I don't usually give my friends feedback on their work, but I really thought you, of all people, could handle it.
0: I know. I'm sorry. I'm so embarrassed of my tantrum.
3: I didn't realize all that was going on in your personal life. I think maybe there were other factors at play yeah.
0: You could say that.
3: I was very sorry to hear about Beth's passing. I know you two are really close.
0: We were, are, were. I'm sorry I left without saying goodbye.
3: You don't owe me anything.
0: No, I think I do. You were a friend to me when I really needed one. And you were honest with me when no one else was.
3: I'm glad to have helped. To be honest, I never really found my footing in new york i'm headed to california now before the new school year starts
0: did you get a new job
3: no not yet i'm following up on some promising leads mostly i'm just looking for i don't know a change of pace a slower pace hopefully
0: i'm making some changes too oh yeah my great aunt died recently
3: god i had no idea your family's really had it rough
0: Yes, well, I I guess. She was old and, um, kind of unpleasant? I shouldn't say that. She was an acquired taste. Tough as freaking nails, my Aunt Marge. Anyway, she left me her house. Huh? I mean, even calling it a house feels like a lie. It's a mansion. A full-on estate with serious acreage.
3: (laughs) What? You're going to live there?
0: Oh, no, no. I think I'd be miserable, rattling around that big old place. Even my mean aunt had dogs.
3: Are you going to sell it then?
0: I thought about that. It would be nice to use the money to travel the world.
3: Shake this town off, huh?
0: You know, I've never made my scorn for Concord a secret especially not in my writing. But going over your notes, trying to write a better draft. I realize I've never really looked for any good here. Just bad. Just reasons why it was me and my sisters and Marmy against everyone. Never mind that my mom runs this amazing community center, and Meg and her boyfriend are hilarious in the park district's plays. And we live next door to two of the kindest people I've ever met. So, I decided I'm going to try. Not just at writing. At finding some good where I am now. At putting some good in myself. Beth was really amazing at that. I want to turn my aunt's estate into a school. A school? A school for the arts. We'll have programs in writing, art history, theater, painting, music, anything we want. We'll start with after-school programs for young people, daily classes for seniors, and evening classes for anyone who's interested. But I'm hoping that with Marmee's help, we can do outreach in public schools. We're going to auction off all of my aunt's antique furniture, and there should be more than enough money to hire some sort of charter bus to bring in-
3: Hold up, hold up. Slow down. You're running out of breath. Joe, this is amazing, but it sounds like a lot of work for just one person.
0: I don't plan on doing it by myself. I was always ashamed to be the sort of person who had an inheritance, even when I didn't think my aunt would leave me anything because I really thought she hated me. But pretending I don't have this immense privilege won't make it go away. And I'm hoping to pass on as much of it as I can. I definitely have the budget for a full-time staff.
3: I know we've talked a lot about my career struggles when we lived together, but you don't have to.
0: I can't pull this off without amazing teachers like you. I don't want to do this without you. And I don't expect you to give up higher learning for a private art program in Concord because you're incredible at what you do. But if you're feeling burnt out on academia, and I think maybe you are, Take a year or two off and set up this school with me. You can save up for your future out west. (sighs) Joe. I know enough to understand how little I actually know. You would be the captain of this ship. I'd just be your helpful first mate.
3: Okay, so what kind of title are we talking about? Because captain is not going to do it for my resume.
0: Executive director, artistic director, take your pick.
3: And what about you?
0: <laughs> I don't know yet. I'm just going to focus on being the one who gives away as much of my aunt's money as possible. If only just to see if her portrait comes to life and strangles me.
3: Uh, that's comforting.
0: I think you're a little bit excited. Let's shake on it.
3: You know, I'm a poor man. My hands are empty.
0: They're not empty anymore.